Look, I feel like I'm just at the point in my life where yeah. I need somebody um, who I can be consistent with and sending pictures of my pussy. I just feel like there comes a time in every man's life when, you know, they have to question, who will I send my lifetime pussy pics to? And I've arrived at that point. Wow. If that ain't an album <laughs> intro, <laughs> goes into Diddy feature. <laughs> oh, my God. This is Evangela Mary L. McCracken. And you are listening to the Holy Ghost Outreach Broadcast. You're, 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 you're listening to me. Listen, 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 listen. I'm going to and tangle up with the Lord. I am fat up because I'm on my way to heaven and I'm certainly enjoying the trip. Ugh, right now? Yep. Ugh. Ooh, wow. God damn it. Okay. Is this heartburn? This is coming through. I can't tell. Oh, man. Close to 30. Who knows? <laughs> it's not even like... See, that's the thing. Like When they talked about getting older, I thought it would be like this physical outside body change. But it's like... Yes. Your brain... <laughs> Like more gas, less amount of food that you can tolerate. Like just what the? (laughs) Allergic to everything. Everything. Oh, Mariah, you gotta love her. Do it. Well, welcome to the worship podcast featuring Harley. Yes. We're back. Yes. And it's time to get pumping. Jiggy. I'll say Jiggy. I like Jiggy. Thank you for saving me. Yes. Jiggy. I like that. Time to get Jiggy. Get Jiggy with it. Hallelujah. Jiggy. (laughs) All right. So, per usual, you can find us um, on Instagram at WRSHP. P-O-D-C-A-S-T Worship mm-hmm. Podcast mm-hmm. Um, You can also Hashtag Worship Pod mm-hmm. On any social media platform W-R-S-H-P P-O-D um, And you can also email us Niggas email us Please. We know you're, we're your favorite And consistent podcast yeah. so, But when we come back yeah. In a year Yeah <laughs> We can read your email. Sure can. So send that. Um, and that's worshippodcast at gmail.com. Yes, God. Yes, blessings. How are you doing, Dre? What's been happening since I'm the last good. time I saw your black guy? Yes, God. So- I am <clears throat> I'm good. Um last week I went to the on the run. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I went to the uh, On the Run 2 tour <laughs> in Houston, Houston Texas. Uh, H-Time Dine. Um, it was wild because it was my first time on a plane. Right. And it was my first real concert. Wow. Um, Your first one since B2K. I'm Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I never... Nigga, my literal... I'm just seeing you a pandemonium first, tour right now. Nigga, I would have. <laughs> I 
like, please believe if I didn't think it without me and I had the money, I would have went. Um, and I would have been bump, bump, bumping all over that uh, stadium. But <laughs> but I went and... Um, whew. Okay, this, so start at the plane ride. How was the plane okay, ride? Okay, so I... Because I've never been on a plane... I wasn't prepared for all of the things. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really like it was cool because I had a whole world to myself because mm-hmm. it wasn't that wow. it wasn't that uh, packed going to Houston. Yeah. Um, so I was just sitting on the plane waiting for it to you know. Oh, first I went through TSA. That like it was fast. Like everybody told me that like this shit would go so slow. You got to mm-hmm. get there two hours early. I went through TSA in like fifteen minutes. It depends on when your flight is mm-hmm. and what time of the day. Okay, but, yeah. that makes sense. But yeah. Um, I went through in like 15 minutes. I awesome. got on the plane, had a road to myself. Um, God, I was scared shitless. <laughs> and then, so as the plane, nobody tells me that, you know, the plane would just be like doing a light jog down the runway. And all of a sudden, <laughs> and I'm like, wait, so there's no gradual buildup, nigga? There's like foreplay? No, like, what the fuck is, no, like, take me not. on a date, nigga? <laughs> But no, it just was str- like it just started. Like I went back in my seat. Right. I was like, "Hold up, hold up, wait, wait, I'm not ready." Right? And then all of a sudden, I felt that that pull up, and then I was like, "What the fuck? What the black ass fuck?" And I so I started off by the window, right? And it was closed. It was, no, no, it was closed. And then as it was peeling off, I took a little peek, and then I closed it immediately. And then I moved over to the aisle seat, and then I would, like, peek every now and then, but I couldn't keep doing it. It was just too much. And then the the pilot said, oh, we're at uh, 30,000 feet. I was like, what? Again, y'all wasn't going to warn me. In the air? In the air? We're at 0.5 feet. We're now at 100 feet. It was too much. And then I looked out that window when we were like just cruising through. And I was like, oh my God. My stomach sank. And then I tried to go to the lavatory. Nobody told. All right. First of all, let me let me say something. How are you niggas fucking in that plane bathroom? I that shit. Not a clue. I could barely turn around niggas that myself. Niggas gotta be skeletons. Y'all have to there. be. Because there's no fucking None. way that y'all are fucking in that bathroom you just without not. being too pa- there's no way like how you have to go in there already inserted like there's no way y'all niggas can actually position yourselves in that fucking lavatory no. there's no way so that was another thing and then as i <laughs> it everything was just playing in my mind because i was like nigga i'm walking on a plane that's flying through the air this is too much what the fuck am i doing like so this real. is just too much. And then I could not get up on the school bus <laughs> in fifth grade. But right. now y'all bitches want me to just run around up and down an aisle in the air, thirty thousand feet in the air. Like, are y'all kidding me? So that was wild. And then, oh god, I was just like, as we were flying, um, there were like clouds, and then it got clear. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there was a point where I looked. Out, I was like, oh, this is a beautiful view. I was like, but then, you know, me being an overthinker, I just started thinking, nigga, you're 30,000 feet in the air. You're you're in a metal tube just propelling through the air. Like, 
there's nothing. And then I started getting anxiety. And I said, oh my God, okay, no, no, no. And so I just closed my eyes and watched Lemonade the rest of the trip. How did you both close your eyes and watch Lemonade? Oh, I'm sorry, I listened to Lemonade. Oh, okay. Oh, so I closed my eyes, I listened to Lemonade, and then I watched it. Because it was like a two-hour, 40-minute flight. Um, So, (laughs) another thing nobody uh, warned me about is that when these niggas are landing... That the plane starts to twist a little bit, like, and I was like, "Do I see all niggas?" I was like, "Is this normal? Like, are we okay?" Like, I was looking around, like, "Are y'all, are y'all seeing this? Like, is this, is this a thing?" And yeah, so the nigga was just like, "I." When I tell you, I held on to the handrest and I was calling <laughs> the sweet on, name on the sweet name. Oh my god! But it. Oh, it was so I much. But it's so wild because um you know, and then they landed the bounce. That mm-hmm. shit was wild. So I was like, what the fuck? That's always wild to oh, me. Oh my god. Like nobody nobody and the one thing that didn't happen to me that people uh warned me about was my ears popping. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen at all. Uh I was like I was waiting for it, it just never happened. So I got off the plane, I was freaked out, and I was just like, oh, wow, I did it. And I thought that I would just be like, okay, every time I fly, I'm just going to be fucking scared out of my mind. Mm-hmm. The return flight was not that bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, it was a lot better. I was able to look out the window a lot more than I was. Um, it was, you know, pretty cool. I We took off before the sun, you know, mm-hmm. rose. And so I saw all those lights and shit. It was so beautiful. Um, of course, for a second, I overthought too much and I was freaking out. But then that yeah. left and I was just like, this is so dope. Um, you know. Hopefully we don't die, but that's great. Um, so, yeah, and then we landed in BWN, and I was like, this was dope. I can see myself doing this again. Uh, flying. Yes. Yeah, because I I didn't know how I was going to get through it when I first did it. I was like, don't people normally, when they're doing this for the first time, go with someone? Why did I decide to do this by myself? Anyway, so, wow. yeah. I went, got to... Uh, so yeah, we went to On the Run to me and my friend Darren. Um, we he met me in Houston at the Airbnb, and it was so dope. I had so much fun. I was close enough to the stage that I felt the pyrotechnics, yeah. felt all the heat on my face. Yeah. Jay Z is great. Like I, t- <laughs> I, I've never seen Jay Z before. He's great. He's great live. Beyonce. Amazing. They're not yet words to describe. There aren't. I think I'm going to get further into it as we go on the episode. But yeah, it's just... Yeah. that I thought that there's this thing that maybe nobody else feels. But I felt there. there's like, okay, after the concert. Like, oh yeah, the energy. Cool. Yeah, this is great. But then like two or three days later, it's there was this like emotion that just kind of washed over me. Mm. It's like... I call it like the post post Beyonce effect because it's like I I didn't fully absorb what the fuck happened and yes. then as I was absorbing what I witnessed I was like Jesus Christ right. what the fuck did I witness this was wild it's a god in action oh my gosh ah <laughs> uh, so yeah that was that was cool yeah ugh amazing anyway, yeah oh I wish. I need, I feel like I need to review before on the run is over officially. Mm-hmm. I need to like review my videos and things. Mm-hmm. 
You see, I didn't even take too many videos. I was so caught up. Oh, my gosh. I, the only videos I really took were... I mean, the only video I really took was when they were performing ape shit. Mm-hmm. And even then, it was shaky because I was jumping so much. Yeah. Whew. So All right. So, what have I been doing since we last recorded? Um, I've been learning how to DJ. Amen. Um, that has been super fucking lit. Um, it came out of... A bigger thing that I'm trying to do that I'll talk about in a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been relinquishing control mm-hmm. of things that I that make no sense for me to exert my energy on. Amen. Um, I'm trying to think. Have I gone to any concerts and shit? Probably have. I feel like I've done so many things mm-hmm. in a very short period of time. Oh, I went to this amazing black house um, party. So, like, black DJs who DJ house okay, gotcha. music. Sorry, I don't Love know a better way I thought you, yeah, I thought you were party. saying, no, I thought you oh. were saying, like, the opposite of the White House. Down. So. Get your ass down. Get, get down. I thought you were talking about like the opposite of the White House. Like, <laughs> like what? No. Is this a thing? <laughs> no, that I would it. like to visit. Um, it was amazing. And I just encourage any nigga who is like on the fence about house music or is like, mm, it's not my thing. It's probably because you've only heard white people do house mm-hmm, music. Mm-hmm. And that shit is just trash. Yeah, it's it is. just pure really basura. Is. Yeah. So there is nothing like black house music. No, it it's is church. So that that's it's the best church. description. That's it's the best actual description. Fucking church. Like when I think about it, um, I don't know why images of like um, like queer folks in like the eighties yeah. pop up. It's just like because just, that was our that music. was our church. Yeah. yeah, because like a lot of niggas just weren't allowing us in these places unless we were you know teaching their choirs and shit. Right. But otherwise, we didn't really feel welcome. Uh, and that still is a thing today. Yes. So. All, I mean, I don't know. The space definitely, for me, felt very black and queer. There Amen. was this older um, guy who may have been a DJ um, and who said I may have missed, um, who was up like near the DJs, who reminded me of like an older Billy Porter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and he was just like doing a hand performance yes, like, during God. some of the sets. It was just so good, like, to, again, to have that piece of, like, seeing yourself in the future. Because mm-hmm. this is, like, this salt and pepper old man, old queen. Hallelujah. It was just so good. Um, so I did that. Um, I went on a really expensive date. <laughs> that was the same night as that. You look disgusted. <laughs> no, I, I was disgusted at how much the date cost. Because I, I think it was, like... We both spent like forty five dollars on our meals. Forty five. I just don't understand it. Oh wait, I don't know why that took so long to sink in. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, that's expensive. Yeah, that, that's okay. that's quite a bit. That's yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> per plate. <laughs> also, during that date, I uh, they told me that they had a partner. Of okay. like five years, mm-hmm. and by the time that we had gone on this date, we had been like texting for maybe three weeks. Okay, so I'm like, how you forget <laughs> over the period of three weeks of texting a whole partner that you've had for five years? 
How does that not even you know come that's up? that's my life. That you know <laughs> that has nothing to do with, nothing with, to do with you and I are yes. doing. Yeah. That's really how niggas be for real. That's dead ass how niggas be. If you ever watched Insecure, Dro said that same thing. Is that in season four? I haven't been there it's yet. The re- the, is this season four now? I think it's I three. Know. Anyway, but it's the most recent season. Might have been the most oh, recent episode. Three. Where um, he was just, he was talking to her and he was like, what me and my wife do, it got nothing. Yes. I was like, ooh. God. Yeah. Dro, shut the fuck up. <laughs> All you droves in the world. Oh my god. I have to The oh droves of my the world. God. I just have to read to y'all this fucking post that Amber J. Phillips, the high priestess of soul. <laughs> I just said the high priestess of soul. The high priestess of black joy. <laughs> posted on her fucking Instagram. Okay, so this is a text exchange between she and a friend. Mm-hmm. And it reads from Amber. Icebreaker. Are you single or involved in some bullshit that you know is a relationship, but you on games? (laughs) Which is hilarious to me as like someone who is constantly facilitating and constantly needing icebreakers and things like that. Because my God, would that loosen up some niggas and free up some niggas in a space. Then the other person responds to her icebreaker idea. Take two steps forward if you ain't shit. And about to try and fuck up my life. (laughs) And Amber responds, raise your hand if you ghosted someone in the last one or two months. It's just, just niggas be so trash. Oh my gosh. And I just wish there were more mechanisms that we were creating to vet these niggas the fuck out of this shit. Yeah, yeah. Because I, wow, niggas are so trash. And that's not at all to say that this person that I went on the date with was Mm -hmm. trash. But Mm -hmm. I was just like. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's been something in the water or in the air. Let's just say the air. Forever. Because some of you niggas don't be drinking water. (laughs) That's another conversation to have. Oh my God. Yeah, some of you niggas are basically dead on the inside, so it makes sense. <laughs> I was watching this porn, and this woman was giving this bomb ass head to this guy. Mm. Bomb. It was actually a compilation of her giving head to the same guy over and okay. over again. Um, but there was one where, like, she was laying on her back, and he was like fucking her throat essentially. Uh-huh. And he came, and then she spit out the nut. It was yellow, like a like a an autumn yellow. So I have a question. So he was fucking her throat. Did he come in her throat, or just in her mouth? I don't. I, I'm saying fucking throat because that's how I talk about that specific configuration. Because some niggas go in your throat. Probably. I so mean, that could be was... like a mix of bile. I don't. I don't uh! want to speculate. I don't want to speculate. But but I okay. hope so. Okay. Because Maybe if it was, it was just his nut. Sour Patch Nut. What is wrong with you niggas? Oh my god. Ugh. Oh, you spoiled fucking egg yolk head ass nut niggas. I swear, yo. Some of y'all, some of y'all niggas nut just looks like eggnog. Yeah. That's why y'all love this seat. It's coming. Cinnamon. <laughs> Ew. Oh my god. I don't. It needed to be said though because, oh. ugh, 
Just hit me in my right over here. Hit my son, little tang. <laughs> that shit. I had to rewind that back several times. Oh, Father in Heaven. Oh my God, it was so disgusting. So I hope it was some bile. Yeah. Also, it's all of my something. life, I thought that bile was poop. Really? Why is that a? Why was that a thing that I thought? I have no idea. <laughs> really? Yes. Is it? Vile. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds like it should be poop. Well, it's stomach related, so I guess. Okay. All right. So <laughs> I guess I've said enough about what I've done <laughs> since we last. I'm sure there are millions of other things that I've done, but here we are. Um. So today's episode is going to be. Freeform. Yeah, just talk about you know a few topics, just like off, offhand. Or off the dome is what he off really meant because he's yeah. a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Young oh, Dre. I'm, I'm just Young I'm, Dre, son. That, do you do you remember that video of the guy who was like, "I'm a freestyle." Oh no, you need it. I'm gonna have to. Pull oh it up. Christmas. Oh my lord, yeah. Okay, so what I was going to share with you. Uh, You're going to do a spoken word for us now, right? Right. And uh, tell us what we're about to hear. It's just a freestyle. Okay. I'm just going to pick it up. Freestyle. Well, let me sit back. Go ahead, Marshall. (laughs) Okay. Years ago, they tried to... Years ago, they tried to put me in the... This is a lie. It is. Her face. Did you want to try to read something from your book? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This nigga couldn't even think of an alternative ending for himself. This is a lie. <laughs> no, I think he said this is lie. Oh, okay. This is a lie. I don't know. Either way. And then there's a video of when he came on a second time after this video went viral and actually freestyled, but clearly it wasn't a freestyle. Yeah. Yeah. It was the exact it started the exact same way that this one started. <laughs> Years ago, they tried to. <laughs> <laughs> so good, my lord! All right, so this episode will be a sort of freeform yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here we go. Yeah. Y'all ready? You ready? Hey, Beyonce. <laughs> All right, um, so, this is so weird. (laughs) All right, so, um, I talked, I think, a little bit about sort of what I've been working on and working through, Mm -hmm. um, and so I just want to give sort of a overview of some lessons that I'm learning right now, Mm -hmm. um, so we all know, I mean, I feel like we started this podcast talking about reading ourselves about being Virgo rising <laughs> ass niggas who always need to be in control and need to control the narrative and need to yes, God. find some semblance of control in everything mm-hmm. that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I have just more and more recently come into understanding how very much of a hurdle that is for me mm-hmm. um, in so many ways that I had never thought of before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it was a moment when um, I think I was thinking about swimming and thinking about my like wanting to be or needing even to be able to touch the floor of the pool, Mm -hmm. like to know that I have grounding and like that, my need for sense of control of that situation could mean that I could drown (laughs) if I'm like jumping in a six foot pool. Cause I'm like, I need to feel the ground, but also bitch, I actually have to come up for water for this to be a sustainable thing for air. Yes. (laughs) I have enough water. Um, and I was just thinking about how that, like, in a very real way, was like a, a physical manifestation of the, my own struggle against, like, what is naturally happening mm-hmm. to have control. Um, so I have been really, I don't, I don't know how I randomly stumbled upon or not even stumbled upon, picked up again Emergent Strategy by Adrienne Marie Brown. Mm -hmm. Um, But I started thinking more and more about adaptability. Mm -hmm. Um, And in her book, she talks about, uh, well, there is a a self-inventory that you can do um, to think through, like, am I adaptable? Am I able to, you know think in new ways and change as the situations need. Mm. Um, And what I've found is I'm very inflexible Mm -hmm. in lots of ways. Again, because of that need to like be in power. I'm just like, well, this is what I envision and this is what needs to happen. And like, if it doesn't work, it's because something uh, other than the plan that I have is is inhibiting this plan from working as opposed to being like, what can I change? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so that has been a very interesting opportunity for me to check myself mm-hmm. when I am experiencing something that I'm challenged by or like that is that feels really like, um, I don't know, contentious and like it brings friction up mm-hmm. against something that I'm trying to do. Um, I am now like stopping to be like, okay, is there another way to do this? Because mm-hmm. like, I'm not the first nigga who has tried to like work with a difficult person. or I'm not the first person who has tried to like complete a project with someone who has a different way of, you know, a different style of working. So yeah. like maybe I can let go of some things and like, communicate with that with other folks about what I'm letting go of Mm -hmm. um and seeing what the new outcomes can be um and I've been doing that a lot also my personal life of like I feel like in my life (laughs) maybe this is just me um I will like all together just like categorize something as like it can't be done if my (laughs) if my like solution to it doesn't work i'm like bitch no it can't be it's just what it is yeah and like one thing was like my house being a mess which is it is always a mess Mm -hmm. um but 
I was just like, it's just going to be a mess. Until I move, it's just <laughs> going to be a fucking mess. And actually, yesterday, I went up into my attic. Um, and I was like, bitch, you have a whole attic. You have a place to store shit. You don't have to live in squalor. You don't have to live in a fucking pigsty, bitch. I love that word, (laughs) Nigga! Squalor. Squalor. (laughs) I did ask when I was a kid and I heard uh, Jay-Z rap it in one of his verses. I was like, is this like how New York niggas say holler? Like, I was like, that's some inventive ass shit. Like, New York niggas just be coming up with shit all the time. I I swear to God. I and for many years after that, I was just like, yeah, squalor. Like, oh my god. I y'all, my country ass. Amen. Um, so that has been an amazing um thing that I've been doing. Um, an amazing point of checking in with myself every single time actually. Mm-hmm. Um again, when I come up against something that's like new or challenging in mm-hmm. some way. Um And I think one part of where this came from is like my second part of what I wanted to talk about um, is trying new shit. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't think I talked about it on the last episode, but what I started about two or three weeks ago um, was, you know, I wake up at seven um, from seven to seven thirty ish. I'm journaling Mm -hmm. about whatever. Um, And then seven thirty to eight. This is the time when I, you know, I'm just sitting with myself and asking myself, what is the thing that I want to learn? And can I learn it in 30 minutes? Or like, is there a part of it that I can learn in 30 minutes? So that has just been like, I don't know. It's just been really exciting to see the things that I can learn in 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the great thing about it is like, it's not... Like it's low and it's um, you're not putting in a huge investment. It's just like 30 minutes. And if you learn something, I mean, if you didn't learn something, then bitch, it's just 30 minutes. But if you do, like you learn something new in 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So um, that's how I started my DJ journey. Um, <laughs> I wanted to learn how to beat match um, songs. So I learned that and I learned it in 30 minutes. And, um, and then that weekend I made... A chopped and screwed version of Sound and Color by Alabama Shakes. <laughs> um, so that was fun. Um, so yeah, I'm doing that. And um, and that's opened me to other things. And like, just seeing all of the things that I can do. Because um, I think it's very easy for folks who experience depression to be like... To have that experience of depression and also, like, wall yourself off while you are in your depressive state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but trying new shit has really, like, allowed me to be like, bitch, there really is a world outside of my yeah. head. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's been really fun. And um, I also um, start bass lessons tomorrow. I'm so excited. <laughs> what is he eating? Okay. Your leg. Um, So, yeah, that is what I've been doing. Um, Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. 
Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, you all know why I'm here. <laughs> um, we got the preview, and yes. now it's time for the jump off. The, fu- <laughs> <laughs> the fucking jump off. All right, so let's just get into it. Yes, so yeah. I arrived at the stadium around 8.30. Um, the show started at 7.30, but I was a little late, you know, maybe. Chloe and Hallie. Wow. What a I miss them though. I because I was oh. fucking late. The show started at seven thirty, but weird. it was Chloe and Hallie, and they brought out Bun B, Paul Wall, Slim Thug, and I'm like sorry, wow. Yeah, I was so mad. I missed them, all of them, um, and like some Houston local like legend rappers. And I was like, nigga, I missed. Ugh, ah. Whatever. Yeah. Wow. So I missed By the that. Way, my show had no openers. It was just. White people getting drunker by the hour. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I did come in at the time that Callie was riding in on his scooter. Um, <laughs> Wait, like a Razor scooter? No, no, like an electric scooter. Like like a Razor electric this, scooter? This electric Razor scooters? I don't know. Was it, was it a it skateboard was a thin one. that was a tiny? Okay. It was one where he could put both feet on, so. Okay. And like he was, I just want to mess with He was riding around the stage, and then um, he announced the scholarship because Jay Z and Beyonce have been giving away hundred thousand dollars scholarships at their shows uh, recently. I don't know if it was the whole tour, but recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and they announced the winner of the hundred thousand dollars scholarship. Some girl in the audience, she was like so happy. Aww. So that was really really sweet. Um. Yeah, so that happened, and then he rode his scooter off the stage, <laughs> and then it went dark, and then the screens came on, uh. and then these niggas was on the run, you know. I don't care if I'm on the run, as long as I'm next to you. Anyway, uh-huh. so... All of that happened, you know, like, the shit with the babies and, you know, them two niggas on, like, docks and shit and expensive smoking blunts with her when, you know, only bottoms on and him just enjoying his life. Um, and then they came out in pure white. Um, Beyonce started singing. Yes, God. Beyonce started singing and she was um, looking Jay-Z directly in his eyes the whole time. Um, I'm, I was very Fuck uncomfortable. Fuck that dick up. <laughs> That's exactly what I saw. What and I was so uncomfortable because that level of intimacy is just not my not my gig. So um, hopefully one day I'll learn to, you know, release and Thank accept God. that shit. But that was, it, it looked very intimate. I was just like, I was oh Okay, can we, okay, real quick. Because uh, I was just thinking the other day about like, what is the most sexual, like, my most sexual body part mm-hmm. and I I was like my titties but then <laughs> I was like no like definitely my eyes hmm. and oh my god I was just thinking about like how that has like just driven partners up the wall mm-hmm. that I'm like staring deeply into their souls like uh, while okay. I'm fucking them up okay. oh so good mm. anyway I don't know what mine is I can't yeah but anyway um Take a guess. Uh, my tongue. I have no idea. Uh, or my hands. Huh? Why? Because I do some tricks and Ooh. all that good shit. You know. 
acrobatic. Oh, tongue. well. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> well. I have not given myself that name, but yes, acrobatic. Praise God. But I don't know if that's my most. Anyway, we'll get back to that maybe Niggas never. love to defer a conversation about sex. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real though. But, um, Actually. Yeah. Okay, B. So, yeah, they, they were looking directly in each other's eyes while they were singing on the run. Um, and that was like really sexy and shit. And then... Um, I cannot, like, I'm really bad at remembering, like, order of operations. Mm. Like, just the order of shit. Like, I just, like, shit just be happening and I'd be yeah. so happy. Um, but Beyonce performed, um, oh my god, let me tell you. If you've never seen her perform Don't Hurt Yourself Live, that is a fucking experience. Do you hear me? I can't even remember. God. It was, like, you can feel... The passion. You can mm. feel the energy. Like, even if Beyonce is over it, that bitch can channel mm-hmm. it. Like, at that moment. Like, all the fucking, like, pain and annoyance and, like, I'm the shit type of feeling. She channels that shit and she puts it on the stage. Let me tell you. Tell us. Don't Hurt Yourself is a fucking experience. In of itself. Like, the whole thing was an experience. But to have experiences within experience is so okay. wild. Uh, so, she performed that. That... My wig was in uh out was in orbit at that point. Albuquerque. <laughs> Albuquerque orbit. Let's go there. Uh like and then she performed well, let's go to Jay Z. So let me say something about Jay Z. Like I wasn't a big Jay Z fan like growing up. I was like, uh, whatever, whatever. I think I was more of a biggie fan. And I just never got into Jay Z because very New York shit. Well, yeah. they're both from New York. Yeah. <laughs> but like I just never got into Jay Z for some reason. Like I like like I like some of his songs, like, you know, the shit that they played on the radio. It was like mm-hmm. cute girl, be beautiful yeah. gowns. But I just wasn't <laughs> that big of a fan. But me being an adult, I was it was the complete so wild. Opposite, by the way, <laughs> wait, what? I, I was the complete opposite. Really? By the way, I grew up on Jay Z, and yeah. Biggie was lost on me. <laughs> but um, yeah, so. I mean, technically, I always heard Jay-Z, but I just was like, okay, that's, you know, he's that girl, sure. But, you know, whatever. I think I was the same way with Beyonce until 4. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, she's a cute girl. You know, she makes good shit, whatever, but whatever. So, I, Jay-Z got on stage and he started performing his hits. And I knew every fucking word to every song. I was like, nigga, wow. So, I I really do like this nigga. (laughs) I really didn't realize it until like I saw him live. I was like, yo, this nigga's good. And wow, I like his, that boy good. And I like his fucking songs. And he has a lot of energy. Like, I didn't think he would have that much energy. Like, I thought he would be like real sluggish and slow and shit. Nah, he was good. Like, when he performed niggas, niggas I love niggas in Paris. No matter what you niggas say, I love mm-hmm. niggas in Paris. I was near no, oh yeah, I was with this one white woman who was like, it was this, this couple. Um, this black guy and this white woman next to me. Naturally. She sat down during Niggas in Paris. Thank you, miss. Um, she she knew her lane and she just she didn't hey, participate. Man. But um, Niggas was going crazy. Everybody around me was Niggas other than, other than her. And Niggas was going crazy during Niggas in Paris. Um, he performed Song Cry. Mm, my favorite. Ooh, that nigga fucked it up. Like, I could feel his emotion there, too. The cameraman was great. Like, went panning on mm-hmm. him. Ooh, it was it was an experience. Um, I just want to know what that gig, what any of those gigs pay. Like, yeah, 
I would yeah. love to know. I saw Ravy B. Oh, it was a Ravi. I don't know. The girl who's is. been like uh, doing like the the camera work sure. for Beyonce during her whole tour. She's she's great. Um, like her Instagram. No, I saw stuff? her. She was there. No, 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 no. Like oh yeah, like her her site stuff, her okay, Instagram yeah, stuff, yeah. all that. Yeah, okay. yeah, she's like a person a photographer. When you see like the pictures of her backstage and shit, that's that's her. Wow. Um, I was close to the stage, y'all. By the way, I could feel the heat on my face. I think I told y'all that. Um, whew, God, it was it was so dope. I wasn't on the floor, but I was like in the stands right next to the floor. Um. What do I even say? She performed. Oh yeah, they performed. Um, nice, from their, mm. you know, from every, everything is love. That is fucking crazy. Like it's it just the whole. Did you get any videos of that? I got no. I literally only got one video, and it was when they were performing ape shit. Oh, the right. rest of the the rest of the um, the show. I was into it. Like I was so into it. I forgot by the end because they performed ape shit at the end, mm-hmm. and so I was like, "Nigga, I, I didn't take any any video. <laughs> shit, let me take some." Um, but like, I stood up nearly the entire show, nigga, singing, rapping along. Like, oh my, it was just, I was just going, like, I was, I was drenched by the yes. end. Uh, my whole, like, my edges were gone. Um, Jay Z really showed me that he's that nigga um, that I didn't realize before. Like, I was just like, he oh, must have stepped she, into a stride because when I to. saw him at <laughs> in uh, London or uh-huh. wherever the fuck it was, uh-huh. um, he was definitely the weakest link, <laughs> weakest link in every way. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like I feel like when you are married to Beyonce, you just like your shit just has to step up eventually yeah. somehow. But yeah, he performed. Um, oh, he performed. Um, What's that? What's that uh, song from Four Forty Four? Oh, the the story of OJ. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that was another one where the white folks sat down and was just like, "Okay, girl, let's just thank you, Houston Whites, for knowing just your, your place, your fucking place. Thank you. Just let the niggas stand up and and because there were so many niggas in that song, I didn't know how y'all. Uh, but it was amazing. Yeah. Like it was amazing. Zing, uh, seeing that live. Um, Beyonce did a whole bunch of wardrobe changes. Mm-hmm. Um, the energy, I think the wildest thing for me experiencing it is that the energy never like went down. Never. The whole show, the energy was up mm-hmm. there. I was like, even during the like, um, moments where they weren't performing, where they were like just showing shit on the, right. on the screen, I was like, oh, it'll die down. No, no, nigga. The energy stayed where the hell it was. But wait, there's more, bitch. Yes! <laughs> like, that was that was the theme of the night. There's more. Um, she performed resentment. She, she Look, when I tell you Beyonce has gowns, bitch, when I tell you Beyonce has outfits, gowns for your fucking nerves, do you hear me? This orange fucking velour, whatever the fuck that she had on, mm. bitch, that was it. That was the fucking one. Wow. That was she was performing resentment. It was, I was just like, whew, this is... And then when she was performing, um, she did like her old hits like Baby Boy. Mm-hmm. I just want to say that um, the transitions for this uh, tour, mm-hmm. like between songs, Chef Kiss. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. it. 
For real. For And everyone real. gets to be showcased, which yes. is the amazing thing. Yes. It's like, bitch, I paid you, so you gonna, yes. we gonna get this work. Yes. Everyone gets, like, spotlight. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's some wild shit, too, yeah. because, like, typically for artists as big as, like, I'm thinking about, like, Maroon 5. Like, uh-huh. Maroon 5 in their band have so many artists that, that, are literally just in the background. Yeah, yeah. Um, who have their own careers and everything, but never really get spotlighted yeah. except for like maybe a solo or yeah, something. Yeah. But like B is like, nah, bitch, you here yeah. for a reason. Yes. Okay. I handpicked that ass. Yeah. So everybody is gonna know why. Yeah. And I love the fuck out of yes, that. Yeah. God. Is, mm. Yes. Um Diva, when she performed Diva with, you know, mm. like all of that Diva Oh my goodness. <laughs> Let me tell you, that whole performance of Diva, like, with all of the interpolations and, mm-hmm. like, just the costume, I don't I don't know how to adequately describe mm-hmm. the feeling, but it's like, it's like falling into a black hole. It's just like, I'm like, I was watching, I was like, what, the, what am I, what, what's going on? Like, when she comes, like, she starts off Diva, you know, with the I'm a, I'm a Diva, and then, like, I forgot what came... In between that, I think it was like the band, maybe. I think it was the band. Yeah, okay, it was the band. They did like solos and shit. And then she came back with that energy. Since sixteen, and my stilettos was trying to miss. I was like, "Ah!" (laughs) nigga, that. Oh oh my goodness. Um, yeah, and then so diva was a thing. Performed formation, of course. Formation was a fucking. Mm. I never seen live, and I was. Oh, thank God chef kiss again um i went with my friend darren i was when i tell you i was bumping into him the whole night i was trying to do choreography it was you know it was kind of tight i couldn't do full <laughs> choreography but i did what i could um when she was uh doing uh the the dance break to everybody mad oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i tried to do it wow, as much as i could i tried because so i know the whole choreo I but i to tried to do it i was you know, it was a little tight. <laughs> you will see out. it one day. Today. One. Today. Day. <laughs> Today. But um, so I did that. I did the choreography to formation as best as I could as well. Um, it's it's just I. I don't know how to. It was just it was such a fucking experience. Uh, and then you know, of course, at the end. She changed into the famous uh, booty cut shorts mm. and the white tank and the red ass boots. Well, she put on red ass boots for this, yeah. Sparkly red ass boots. Um, and my nigga performed uh, Crazy in Love with her husband. Um, and oh my gosh. She put everything in that. Mm-hmm. Oh God. And then at the end, she she changed her costume again and she performed Ape Shit with Jay-Z. <sighs> Ape Shit is an experience. Especially with them damn lyrics. Um, So, yeah, I don't... I'm just grateful. I'm so grateful. Um, after that, um, after the concert, I could hardly sleep. Mm. I was just thinking about what I had experienced and like the energy was high still. But I think I said this already, but like there's like a post high feeling where it's like two days later, it's like I was digesting what I had experienced because 
I went through it all again in my head. I was like, wow, I was that close. Right. Wow, she was doing that. Wow, he was doing this. Wow, I saw this up close and personal. What the fuck? Right. Like, they did that. And then the, 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 they, the stage was moving. Nigga. <sighs> I was just thinking yesterday when, I think yesterday was when she posted some video talking about I don't know. There's some video she posted. And I was just thinking about how many planes it takes to travel with that stage. Come on. I'm not even talking about the fucking cast. Mm-hmm. But just the stage. Mm. <laughs> like, nigga. That also, is, how expensive was that fucking man, stage? Man, that is levels of excellence that I cannot... Just levels of excellence, accessibility. Yeah. Like, I want everyone to experience yeah. closeness. Yes. No matter where your t- where your ticket is, I want you to see me and feel me. Oh, I loved it, and yeah. I just I think my feeling after that, after the show, was just like I didn't know that this was possible. Yeah, that was it. I did I did not know, and I'm like, how do I get in a headspace where I can be imagining and envisioning all of these things yeah. that have never been possible before yeah. and enacting them and putting them out into the world. How? Like that, that was, that was it. That was so it. Cause I think we talked about on the, um, the podcast before, um, being in these spaces where we feel like there's no precedent mm. for what we want to do. Yes. And it's like, you watch it. I'm like, nigga, I, I didn't know. Yeah, I felt like I feel like th- there was no precedent for this, mm. so it can be done. Yes. I just need to be wild enough to be like, yeah, I'll just, yeah, yeah why not? So real. Why not just do it? Whew. I just I feel blessed. You hear me? Because it was a week ago, and I still feel blessed now. Like that was my like a whole bunch of firsts happened at once. Yes. You know, first plane ride. First real concert, first time seeing Beyonce, first time seeing Jay-Z. Mm. Woo! That's delicious. God is good. And I'm so grateful to hear it from you and a few other of my other friends who mm-hmm. got to see them in a primarily black space. Yes. Because I did Hughes? not get that experience. Oh, God, yeah. London. Houston was black as fuck. Yeah. Like, even outside the concert, they had, like, niggas in, like, the little buggies like mm-hmm. playing fucking chopped and screwed shit it was so, wow, so dope black. like with the like they had um like with the fluorescent lighting like wow. rainbow light it was like yo this is so dope that's delicious <sighs> i loved it wow yes so i just feel like i don't know we should all be beyonce and yeah. just like if you can't be beyonce jay-z's a close third Beyonce is number one and two. <laughs> Just, you know, hey, hey. Uh, but B, there's only two of us on the podium. <laughs> Bitch, I told you I was first and second place. Now take your third or leave. <laughs> okay, B. <laughs> <I'm not laughs> okay, B. Is that? No. Oh <laughs> Get Yes, yes. I also want to say, um, Beyonce looks terrific. Like it's excellent. Like just, just look. I'm, I'm not even talking about like body wise. Just like looking at her face, I'm like, is this a thing? Like, are you doing this for real? Because I was like, okay, I'm looking at 
Instagram. There's probably some type of, you know, whatever going on. But, mm-hmm. like, seeing her... Like, they... When I tell you they zoomed in on this woman's face mm-hmm. on these teleprompters, they... I could see, like... Every pore. Every fucking pore. And that bitch looks immaculate. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is... This don't make no damn sense. That's wild. <sighs> anyway. Just Blue Mama's out here. Out here. <laughs> Blue Mama and Daddy are out here just... Giving us what we need. Can I tell you? This is sort of related. Not really. But mm-hmm. I was out with my mom last night. Yes, Today is her birthday. Mm-hmm. We went out yesterday. And my mom just turned 55. And um, there was this white woman that we encountered at some store. And my mom was wearing like a happy birthday thing on mm-hmm. her head. Like a crown. Yeah. <laughs> and um, this white woman who was selling like bath scrubs or something was like, oh your birthday my birthday is in a week i'm turning 51 she was like we look really good that bitch looked like a sack of liquefied potatoes and i was like bitch what are we you could are you never, looking at the same thing that you I could never. <laughs> never literally never you could never you wish man oh my god so, amen. I'm so glad that so many of my niggas got a chance to experience Beyonce for the first time this go around, including myself. Yes. Oh, so delicious. And like, even me, like, even thinking about like the different things that she's been doing, like, like to think about if Beyonce had it, like, Beyonce's at this level in her career where she could do what the fuck she wants to, yeah. basically. And to think that like Vogue has never in their black ass life had a black photographer. Never. Like, in 126 That's years, wild. you niggas was like, nah. Every every single every, volume. Y'all was like, uh, not 12 issues per year. Times 126. And it was weekly, I think, at some point. It, oh my god. It was weekly at some point. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And I'm just thinking, like, I don't know if it was you niggas just being purposely exclusive or you niggas Absolutely. just not thinking about us at all. Mm-hmm. So, like, to the point where it's like, oh, I didn't even think about any niggas. Oh, that's a thing? Oh, yeah. Okay, niggas. Uh... I think one is, one leads into the other. Like, uh-huh. I think the fact that, like, one, white people are never checking for black people mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Um Cause even, cause I'm thinking 126 years, there have been some very noteworthy black photographers, Absolutely. very noteworthy. And even with white photographers and white folks with Vogue, knowing who those black photographers were, they would still, it would still not be a thought in their mind to yeah. be like this person who is a notable photographer in yeah. their field, a, a notable person in their field. Yeah. We should bring them on. No, yeah. they're yeah. black. Why would we think of that? Uh, th- this really kind of leads into like my feeling on the Blavity Blacks that Ooh, something Jesus. happened this weekend and we'll talk about it but Ooh. oh my god but yeah so anyway Beyonce her husband um immaculate like it was immaculate and like I said before there's this post thing I just keep on emphasizing that because I didn't expect it it was just Two days after, it just... I'm not even purposely trying to think about it. And it just washes over me. I'm just like, wait, damn. 
like is that the Creole voodoo coming mm, through? Yes. Is that what it is? Well, speaking of, did you see that um, article about uh, <laughs> uh, the witchcraft? <laughs> My God, sis. I I already know it's true. <laughs> Me too. But you're not going Me to too. get anywhere with it, sis. No. We all know no. we you're telling all the truth. No. Like we know it for a fact. We already know. Beyonce ain't get where she is today. No. Just being a regular nigga. No. That nigga has <laughs> been doing She created a, a chapter to, of the Illuminati. Absolutely. I, I, I'm under no illusion. <laughs> I, I know. Yes. We know, sis. That nigga has been doing regular um, fucking uh, voodoo, uh, uh, Creole voodoo. Right. And then the nigga got introduced to the Orishas. And now she's like, oh, That's there's another level. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> so, good luck, sis. I would advise you to just take the bag under the table and yeah. shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she, she got bags for yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, I'm And she, she she did it on Jay-Z, too. So that's, yeah. I mean, you're not, the only you're not exempt, sis. <laughs> you're not exempt. She did it on her and husband. And be your own nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> anyway, I'm just, if there's any way for any of you niggas to, like, she has, like, six or seven shows left. If you niggas have the ducats and you were just like, I don't feel like going... I implore you, advise you to just say, I'm going to go. Yep. Because zoo it. And also, when I was in Houston, let me, let me, let's be clear. Niggas in Houston love Beyonce. When I say love, I don't, that's not even a strong enough word. Niggas in Houston, I don't, yeah, that's not a strong enough word, but I'll just say it. They love. infatuated. Adore. They adore. Door Beyonce. Like when I tell you that that stadium was full, wow. the only seats that weren't full were the ones where you couldn't like see the stage. stage yeah. That was it. Wow. And like, there's like a point, right? It was so it was so funny because there's like a point where the stage ends, and then there's more seats on the side, not not just behind the stage, right. but like on the side of the stages. Right where the stage ends, there were no seats full. <laughs> Right where it ends. It was like, I'm not doing that. Mm. Fuck y'all. Um, oh <laughs> but yeah, that all the way to the top. Like niggas even said, bitch, if I have to be in the nosebleeds, I'm going to be gonna in me. the same. I'm going to be in the same place where she's breathing. Wow. I'm just, I'm, I had an amazing time. <sighs> I did not have the time that you had. <laughs> I had an amazing time. And I, you know, the Lord just, you know, the Lord be knowing. Yeah. Um, so I, there was a black girl from Atlanta who worked in Dubai. Mm -hmm. I think I already talked about this, who flew in for the concert and we just went off. It was so great. Sometimes I go off. I go hard. Get what's mine. I'm a star. Why? Cause I slack. That's all I have, have because I, I don't know what else to say. Thank you. It was just... I did not expect to feel like this. I think that's the thing. Like, when you... When you go... Like, when, when you experience something that you were... That was already hyped up, and you're like, okay, well, I'm going into it with an, a certain expectation. Right. But then, like, for me, it supersedes the expectation. I'm like, bitch, I don't... What do I do with this? Like, what do I... <laughs> what more do you want from me? <laughs> 
What more? What more? Oh, gosh. Um, Yonsei, uh, be whoever you are today. Mm-hmm. Love you. Jay, stick with your wife. Because, uh... She already got a root on you, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you really don't have an option. It's it's done. But just stick point. with it because stick the more it. you try to pull away, the the more that root is just going yeah. to get. Angry. And also, <laughs> your bag is increasing because let's be because, clear. Yeah, you're amazing by yourself. Mm. <laughs> How does that shit go? I'm a it? But I'm a force when we're together. I'm a force. I'm a movement by myself, but I'm a force when we're together. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'm good by myself, baby. You, you make me better. Anyway, we good. Um, Neo said that while he was cheating on his wife. But let's <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna skip over that. Back to Beyonce. B- blessed be, blessed be. The fruit. Not a treat. <laughs> Did he sit? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, do I want to talk about this? I don't. <laughs> I just look I just have a real quick like pro tip that I learned via being going through process mm-hmm. um, when you are ready to let something go when you're ready to move on um, it will be an easy process um, what I have realized in coming to the end of a year long morning of an old relation Jesus Christ Andre okay. throw of something course. else a throw fucking s- course that's throw s- when <laughs> throw While something else that's when it fucking decides to fall I want you to throw one more thing <laughs> throw that mason jar while you're at it just go ahead and throw it if you throw that bitch <laughs> in my home I <laughs> I broke a, a plate in my kitchen like two weeks ago mm-hmm. and I text one of my friends and I was like, because I was just frustrated that I had to clean up the ceramic or whatever the fuck it was, whatever Mm -hmm. the cup was made out of. I mean, plate was made out of. And she was like, bitch, when you said, (laughs) bitch, when you said you broke a plate, I was wondering how. And she was like, bitch, I get all my plates from Dollar Tree. Like, <laughs> I couldn't imagine how, how your plate had broken. Because she was like, bitch, I thought you're, everybody had plastic. Plates. I was like, that's real. That's, that's super real. real. That's yes. also wise. Yes. yes. You don't break your plate. Yes, absolutely. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> but anyway, what I was saying was, um, if you are struggling with letting something go, it is probably because you are not ready to let it go amen um because i have just over the period of a year have like cried about it i've you know talked to people ad nauseum about it i've you know stayed up like late you know being sad and Mm -hmm. journaled about it and all of the things in like the process of trying to let this relationship go Mm -hmm. Um, but I was talking to my dear wise friend, Jamari, um, who, by the way, just started his coaching, uh, offerings. And if y'all niggas are some black creative liberatory people who are doing radical and imaginative and amazing things, you need to talk to Jamari. Um, I wish I would have 
just had a handle to share with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> just any bit of information for you to actually reach out to him. Okay, so if you are interested in receiving life coaching from my dearest, wisest, most brilliant friend, Jamari, um, you can find him on Instagram at K-W-A-W-J-A-M-A-R-I. That's his handle. And his email... Oh my god, I need to fucking battery oh you can just go to his website at k-w-a-w-j-a-m-a-r-i dot com slash coaching that nigga is amazing anyway he was like bitch you need to figure out what you want the role of this person to be in your life Mm -hmm. from here on out and once i like clarified that for myself and also then had to take a step back and look at, well, what are the actions that I've been taking say about what my intentions are for this relationship? Are they aligned? And they weren't. Mm -hmm. And the moment that I like put them into alignment, it was like, okay, I'm ready to move on. Mm -hmm. This is over and I am done and I can close this door. And it was just like so simple. It was so wonderful. Um, And there was a lot of other work with that, but like, Yo, get y'all some friends who can help you think through your bullshit Amen. when you are deeply steeped in your bullshit. Amen. Uh, <laughs> because niggas, I I just be so far under. My God, Harley and Andre are having <laughs> the world's sterile. greatest lo- love affair right now. <laughs> are being B and J right now. Um. So as y'all know. Cardi B um, attacked Nicki <laughs> at the fucking fashion of, uh, fashion week show, whatever. I don't, I don't know so much about that. Um, so, <laughs> um, you know, Cardi said that she was saying stuff about her child and, you know, a whole bunch of other shit. There's been lots of talk in the industry about Nicki just being, like, the type to throw... A stone then hide her hand. Mm-hmm. And so you only see the aftermath. And she's like, I don't understand why people were just like, it doesn't make sense. Like, why are you acting like that? It's just, I don't get it. So anyway, that's not about her. So this is about the fact that, um, you know, Cardi was acting. People identified it as ghetto. <laughs> oh, my God. She was acting so ghetto. How could you, you know, you be at this um event and be acting like a hood booger mm-hmm. and um you know um it just doesn't make sense like this is her first one they they won't invite her back and all that shit and um even Nikki went on Queen Radio she was like oh it, i was embarrassed too fruit i too fucking fruit <laughs> Uh, she was like, I was embarrassed, and um, like to be in there with all those upper echelon people. White. She said that upper echelon. Yeah, she didn't want to say white, but basically mm. that's what she was saying. And you know, for them yeah. to pass by me and look at us like that, I felt disgusted. Like, oh, how could she do that? She's at the head of And I was just like, Nikki, if you would just the girls, the real girls are not. Are not fooled with your verbiage. The real girls are not fooled by your bullshit. And this the real honestly, girls also 
aren't there aren't her fans anymore so no not no not at all um you have your barbs who are the 13 to 15 year old crowd um who don't buy her music and also can't go to your concerts because they're underage but that's another thing um and you keep doing this wild shit in public that is just beyond me but whatever um and this isn't even too much about cardi because cardi has our other issues which i'm like girl you need to get that shit together too but this is more so about people saying that cardi was like acting in a way basically they were saying that the good white folks are looking at us crazy um making us look bad bad. you know i mean they're gonna invite us oh what you know these white folks been good to us you know what i mean and just to witness that, and how many of you niggas are saying, "Oh, there's a time and a place." Let's say, let's let's be clear about a few things. First, if you listen to Cardi's music, Cardi is an on-site bitch. On-site means on-site. Cardi even said while she was pregnant, "Bitch, after I dropped this baby, she did. She said it at broccoli. She Fest. said it at broccoli <laughs> fest after I got after I dropped this baby. What's up? Cardi makes music about when she sees niggas." It will be hands, like, and yeah. we ain't doing no talking. So when she actually goes ahead and does this, you niggas are like, "Well, I didn't really think you would actually do that. Um, I thought it was just music. Y'all ain't used to a bitch saying something doing it." <laughs> and this That's is so, what you yeah. <laughs> she been warning, like, I don't. She's been telling us for the longest that she will pull up on somebody. And go off, and it doesn't matter where, it doesn't matter when, it doesn't matter how. It does not matter. And she did it, and y'all couldn't handle it. Um, a but y'all lot- steadily making her tracks climb the, yeah. the fucking charts. Yeah. Y'all rapping all her lyrics, yeah. and saying, bitch, catch you, me outside, or whatever the fuck you can't fu- Like, let's be clear. <laughs> all of you niggas who love ghetto shit, the aesthetic, mm. but hate ghetto people... Bitch, which is basically you hate, you, you love black aesthetics. Who, bitch? <laughs> you love black aesthetics, but don't like black people. Mm. So let's actually. This is gonna. This is gonna lead me into some shit that happened this weekend. I don't know if you were on Twitter all this weekend. I'm, I haven't been on Twitter in years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this um, this weekend, right? This um, young man. Uh, whose Twitter handle is DJ Chubby Swag. He um, he just at, it was actually on Friday, I think Friday night or Saturday, whatever. So he asked a question. Uh, he posed a question on Twitter because you know he he didn't know, but he said, um, "Wow, so a white woman is curating the hip hop exhibit for the uh, National Museum of African American History and Culture." Why did this happen? Like you know, he just just posing. Who is the, who is the white woman? Do we have her name is Timothy Ann. I'm not joking. Her name is Timothy Ann Burnside. Get out! Get out! I'm not. Get the fuck out! No, turn your mic off. Take it home <laughs> and leave. This is and this is less about. Get back here! <laughs> And let me be clear, this is less about gendered language and more so about this is the whitest shit I have ever heard. Her name is Timothy Ann Burnside. How the fuck? Anyway, we'll get, we might get back there. It's not the most interesting part of the story. So anyway, he posed this question, right? 
you know, just like a valid question, right? Like, why is a white woman curating the hip hop exhibit? So, you know, there's a sect of Twitter who, um, love to cave for white women and white people. Well, not that. Okay. There's a, a sect of Twitter who love, you know, like social justice issues. You know, they're like, you know, there's not enough um, representation in like um, uh, of black representation, in like movies and shit. Um, you know, the Oscars, Oscars so white, you know, shit like that. Um, you know, we need higher black people, higher black actors, higher black writers, higher black people so that you could be more sensitive to your brand. Right. So after this young man answer, asked this question, pose this question. All of a sudden, a swoop, like just a hive of blue check Twitter, like the blue check Blavity Blacks, you know, the black folks who, 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 who love to go to trap brunch on Sunday and, uh, but look at, uh, anything past 139th street on the Bronx, like, Ooh, you know, like Wayne holding his money. Like, my God, out. my God. Niggas like that. They went, you know, the niggas who commodify blackness. Uh, for profit, you know, for profit, um, make you think that they're all about black shit and, you know, black folks are this and that. Those same niggas swooped down on that nigga and said, well, actually, um, she's very qualified for her job and she knows what she's doing and she's been here for how long and why are you attacking her and da 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 nigga when i tell you i was so shocked because i was like wait is something happening that i'm not aware of so yeah so this young man dj chubby swag um posed a very logical question and just the blue checkmark twitter folks the blabby black folks who just love blackness, but not for real. What did um, the word blavity come from? Um, the the site. No, no, no. But like, what is? What did they do to make that? Name? Oh, it's just kind of like like because if you ever go on blavity, like there's just like a lot of like corny articles. No, no, no. About... I know. I, no, no. Sorry. Where like the name blavity? Oh, I have no you idea. Okay. I have no idea. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So they just like swarm down on him. Uh, protecting this white woman, like mm-hmm. saying, "Oh well, like you don't know her, like she's qualified, like shut up with the caps, like mm-hmm. typing caps, or like, okay, well, uh, were there any black folks? These were black folks saying this, like, were there any black folks who were qualified who applied? Wow, um, you really think there are no black people in the the United, the United States, States of America? They were using that can talk white about talking points, hip hop." Yeah. That's wild. But they were using white talking points for when we say shit. Yeah. Like, and they just didn't understand it. And they were saying shit like, you know, oh, she's the, I said that she's the best qualified. Um, Like, okay, let's, let's talk about hiring within, like, just like shit. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I, I stood back, I was like, I could not believe what I was mm-hmm. hearing. Because these are the niggas that, whose writing I like, whose, like, activism I like. Mm-hmm. Niggas who are like... You know, people who I look up to to a certain extent who are like, mm-hmm. yo, they're doing great work in the community. But then they do this shit. They fuck with their their uh, right-hand whites. Nigga, That's come on. Night. And I think later when I found out that every nigga who defended this white woman were, in fact, friends of hers. Like... Like they take pictures together. They've been in the same places. Like you can, like you can, like they're 
prominent with them. Yeah. Um, I was like, wow, this makes sense. Like, niggas are about the shits until it's time to be about the shits. Ooh. And I think it would have been cool if y'all were like, oh, well, yo, that's my friend. And, like, I think she's very well qualified, but I definitely understand what you're saying. Yeah. You know. That's, like, that's, that's my thought. That like, would have been cool. There's room for that. Yeah. There's like, so much room for that. She's definitely qualified. But I understand it's definitely an okay question. The question why a, a white woman is curating something that's deeply black. Yeah. I get it. Thank you. Um, But, no, they they took all. They took. Because, like, they didn't just reply to him. They, right. quote, tweeted as in they wanted their followers to see it mm. so they could get a whole bunch of people agreeing with them and to attack him mm. like they got I th- okay so let's just back up a little bit I think another annoying part about this was that this white woman was not being attacked it was a general question. They took it as a personal attack against her. They started like adding her and adding other people, saying, "Oh yeah, yo, I want to just talk to her directly and stuff." And like, I was just like, "This is really disgusting. What y'all are doing right now? Like, y'all are really trying to get like a mob to attack this nigga for asking a general question." And I think what was real wild was that not only were like the blavity blue check blacks, mm-hmm. they weren't the only ones. Nigga, Ninth Wonder went to back went to bat for this white woman. Uh, fucking Rhapsody went to bat for this white woman. Um, Chuck D, the fucking leader of Public Enemy, went to bat for this white woman. White queen. White queen. You know what the funniest part about this whole shit was? This white woman didn't say a word. Yeah. She sat there. She liked tweets. She sent hearts to the niggas who were. Who are um who are supporting her and she sat her ass in bed watching Netflix, watching niggas take down another nigga for her. This is peak white shit. She sat there, said not a fucking word, and reaped all the benefits while y'all niggas was out there dancing and shucking and jiving for her. She didn't have to say shit. She sat back and she enjoyed it. All I have to say is that all of you niggas are ops. All of you niggas are the feds. And let me tell you one fucking thing. I would not buy another fucking black joy uh, fucking t-shirt. I will not buy another fucking uh, black goldness t-shirt. I will not support another fucking thing that you niggas are saying. Because guess what? You niggas are the cops. You niggas are pigs. You niggas are out here going back to the fucking FBI and telling what the fuck we're doing in our community. Fuck y'all niggas. And this is the funniest shit about this. Guess what happened in the days following? You niggas went back and apologized to this nigga. Because why? Because you saw that niggas saw that y'all were full of shit and we were going to stop supporting you. So guess what? Your bottom line was affected. So you bitches went and said, guess what, bitch? I got to get these niggas back on my side so that I can sell more fucking merch. Fuck you, fucking ops. Fuck you, feds. I'm tired of you niggas commodifying blackness and selling it back to us when we didn't need to be sold it. I'm tired of you niggas packaging this shit and making us think that you're on our side. Making us feel safe to say, oh yeah, nigga, this makes sense. We're black. We can we can we can voice our black ass concerns. Making us feel safe enough to do that. And the moment we do, when it's concerned to someone that you know or that you like, guess what? No, nigga. You can't do rules don't apply here. 
So guess what? To my FBI agent who's listening, fuck you, nigga. To any other nigga who's listening, who knows these niggas who who were talking to this nigga, let's do it. Fuck all of y'all. I am done. I am finished. Y'all niggas did y'all apologies, but guess what? Fuck y'all. I'm not even like. I already had skepticism about you niggas. Like with your brand partnerships and shit, the fact that y'all were hanging out with Sam Whiteout, like that that fucking shimmy and Kappa, I had fucking I had fucking concerns. Like let's talk about that again too. That white nigga had the nerve to try to check a black person on their their fucking thoughts, cause you niggas printed out every fucking uh coupon to the cookout. Guess what? This ain't our cookout no more. We're guests at our we own cookout. Guests. Cause you niggas decided to the moment that nigga. It's a barbecue now. It's a barbecue. The moment that nigga shimmied on beat, y'all said, nigga, get your ass in here. I can't explain to you how disappointed I was to see all of you niggas caping for this white woman who was not being attacked. Like, it was like, like just thinking about the history of, like, it was wild to see because just thinking about the history of white fragility, specifically when it comes to white women, like people wanted to save white women when they weren't being attacked. And you niggas did that. And multiple people dying for multiple. it. Multiple. And you niggas did that for a few days until you saw that niggas weren't fucking with you and you realized that your profit was in, dan- in danger. Then you apologized to this nigga. That nigga did not deserve the shit y'all put on him because he asked a question that you niggas have asked before. Mm, about about people, people who, who you didn't fans. know. There we go. So all I have to say is um, fuck y'all really. Like I really have nothing else to say. Because like I almost like it was almost like I think when it, it settled and like the outrage I was like sad. Like, almost, like, to the point of crying sad. Like, because there's a certain level of safety. Like, I I mentioned this before, but, like, niggas don't feel safe doing this shit. But we felt safe knowing that there was a community of niggas who will support us in these basic-ass questions. And you niggas let us down. Like, not to the point, like, it's okay. Like, I would even give y'all, like, some leeway if y'all were, like... If y'all did a DM or even if y'all were like replying directly to the tweet, but y'all niggas made it a point so that all of your followers could see it so that all of your followers could could support it. knowing that y'all have like 70, 80,000, 100,000 knowing that and y'all did it anyway. And now y'all want to apologize. Y'all had niggas camping out in that niggas mentions for days. That's some very white shit. Like, very white of you. And you know, here's another thing. You know what the wildest thing about this was? Y'all had that nigga apologize to that white woman when he didn't attack her. He actually made a tweet apologizing to this white woman. And y'all were okay with that. Y'all saw that and you were like, cool. Y'all made him apologize to a white woman who wasn't being attacked. What? What? Is this 2018? Like, is this what we're doing? And one thing I want to say about this nigga is that he realized when more niggas started like saying, nah, fuck that. Don't apologize to her. You don't need to apologize to nobody. He deleted the tweet and he said, yo, I deleted that apology because y'all were right. I meant every fucking thing I said. Mm. And I'm just glad that y'all see. That's the thing. Niggas supported him. When you have a whole bunch, like thousands of niggas, like 
telling you you ain't shit. Like, it, it pressures you. But I'm so glad that the non-blue check niggas who are really about this shit went ahead and said, fuck her, fuck them, don't listen to them. You ask a question that was completely valid about a white woman gatekeeping blackness, basically. That's what she was doing. And these niggas came at you. Mm-hmm. Fuck that deleted he deleted it and he said he basically said y'all could y'all could suck his dick and kiss his ass like he was not about it so right from the back. um so i just want to say that uh to to cap all this off i'm extremely disappointed um i'm extremely sad um the safety that i felt to like express that shit in front of niggas on twitter because like it really started to feel like a family but to know that you niggas are really about your bag like like deeply about your bag and that's really what it comes down to i'm glad y'all niggas showed me because I, I i can move differently now mm. a lot of us can move differently now um so keep your apologies I, or or apologize it really doesn't matter to me at this point what y'all do um apologize or don't i'm still gonna look at you the same way because i know what the fuck you're about so yeah all of these niggas who are supposed to be about the culture I'm just like, what are we doing? Like, I'm. Somebody named Janana Mira. Janana Mira. She's a black woman. I don't know. She's just talking about multiculturalism and how it's. How folks believe that having access to a culture means that you should have access to sharing the stories mm-hmm. of or being the voice mm-hmm. of the cultures. Right. I was reading like a lot of people talking about like just you're doing all of this mm. heavy lifting for this for white, a woman white woman who doesn't care. And doesn't need it. No. That's because nothing thing. about her career will be impacted. Nothing. By it engaging or not engaging right any part of this conversation and the wild thing is like people are like oh yeah like they really like they for some reason they thought that people were calling for her job or something i was like nigga that wasn't even the fucking question it was just Just why why we hired a white woman why just wondering because another thing this woman janan was saying was Mm -hmm. um hi harley baby okay the hip-hop culture curator conversation Reminds me that multiculturalism is a weird project. I think it's important to note which groups are expected to be diverse and which groups aren't. This is the point that is so important to me. The sources Mm -hmm. for curators are usually the source ethnic group. So why not employ people of that ethnic group instead of outsiders? Who knows an ethnic group history better than that ethnic group? All right, so how are we closing this bitch out? Um... Arlie, what you want to say? All right, it's time to end this bitch. All right, all right, it's time to end this bitch. I said, all right, all right, it's time to end this bitch. All right, trying to catch this beat. To end this bitch. Oh God, this is terrible. But thank you. Thank you. I, I tried to catch the beat, but it was just like, wait, what was... Get the fuck out of my home. I'm just really excited for the day when I fall through the fucking ceiling because of this water fucking damage that I've told my landlord about. 
I'm just really what a fucking day. excited. What a, day what a fucking day. <laughs> and I always think about Mikel's thing when what? he fell through the ceiling. What? Do you remember when he like broke one of his legs? No. Yes, it was a whole moment. He fell through he a ceiling. He fell through a fucking ceiling. This Urkel ass nigga. He really did? <laughs> Oh my god. He had fuck. crutches for like uh Wait, I know he had crutches, but that was it Yeah. Was, he fell through a ceiling. Oh Christ. I didn't know that was what happened. <laughs> I just keep having flashbacks and I'm gonna be like I was like, I'ma just be Miguel. Oh my Maybe this will be my internet come up. <laughs> this will be the start, the seed. Oh my oh god. god. So, look out for that. <laughs> Shout out to my nigga Mikel publishing a whole ass book. Oh my god, yes. Go off. That, yeah, for real, for real. Like, I'm I'm here for it, completely. completely. God. Our niggas, yo, just growing up. Wow. It's wild out here. So, this has been a wacky tacky ass, <laughs> big comfy couch ass episode of worship. And I'm here for it. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll be back uh, next week with our regular format and yes. no Harley. Maybe. <sighs> Let's hope. Maybe so. Because he was not. lovely, but not. Not for recording no. purposes, no. Yeah. All right. Well, bitch, it's been a great time. Yes, God. Say bye, Harley. Uh, now he wouldn't be quiet. Okay. Now you ain't got shit to say. <laughs> You've been tiptoeing and right. tap dancing all fucking episode long, and now you ain't got shit. Okay, cool, uh, great. Well, yep. My dying yes. battery has yep. said it for in lieu of Harley's <laughs> yes. absence. Yes. Great. Be blessed, saints. Amen. Amen.